This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You're listening to Comedy Central. Welcome to a hit of pod. It's me, Nikki Glazer. How you doing, guys? Um, Coming in hot here. I realize that. Maybe it's because I've already done three of these and stopped recording them because they were just pure gibberish and um and I want to actually give you guys some good content you know I try today has been a wildly long day and it doesn't seem like it's going to um I don't know how I'm gonna end on it I feel good right now but like going to bed I'll feel good I've got some plans for the night I think I might clean my room (laughs) Andrew Collin cleaned his room today and he painted or maybe did it yesterday I don't know but he he got a, a, he's buying all new stuff. He's making his room look nice and neat and he's being a real adult and it's inspiring me. I got to get my shit together too. Who knew that Andrew Collin would be the one inspiring me, but I'm proud of him. Um, I have done a lot today, but I have nothing to show for it. Um, I do. I just posted on Instagram. I posted a song that I wrote. I didn't write the song, but I just took Taylor Swift's song and I wrote new lyrics to it because I'm going to do a Taylor Swift dance party sing along like I did uh many weeks ago seems like yesterday but it wouldn't uh it was a very long time ago it was like you know last spring but um whenever it was I, I it's time for another one so many people said it was the most fun thing they've done it really my mom what really got me is my mom said it the other day she was like that was the most fun thing and I heard her talking about it to someone else on the phone Nikki had this dance party. It was the most fun thing. I didn't even want to dance. And then I made her get up and dance. And she had a great time. Sometimes you got to be forced to dance. No one wants to dance if you're not good at it, if you don't feel comfortable. Um, But she did. And it was awesome. And we had so much fun. And we're going to do it again. So tomorrow night, Saturday, I hope you join us. You can go to the link in my bio on Instagram and uh, donate five bucks for a ticket. All the Not all the proceeds, but I'm going to pay off, you know, people helping me put it together. And um, and then I'm going to give proceeds to uh, Central World Kitchen, which puts together meal plans for kids um, in a couple different areas, New York, D.C., I think Arkansas. I know that's not a city and others are, but um, yeah, so it's it's all for a good cause. It's whenever I do something completely self-indulgent, I have to donate. Like anytime I perform in St. Louis at the Funny Bone, you know, back when that is a thing people used to do, I always feel bad performing here because I feel like people feel like they have to go or you know I just feel like I'm going to be judged in a way that I'm like I can't collect this much I can't make anything off of this this feels totally if I do a bad job or if it's stupid then no one can get mad at me because it's for charity right it's kind of a defense it's not it's not just because I'm a good person and want to raise money for charity if it were that I would probably do a lot more charity work but it really is just a way for me to um protect myself against anyone saying anything mean about me there I go I gave it away I gave away anytime I do anything charitable just know that it's just a way for me to be like see I'm not a bad person (laughs) that's not true 
It really isn't. But in, in this case, it is. It's just awesome that I get to do it for charity. I don't need the. I don't need the money right now. Not yet. Kind of do. Um, not gonna lie. A lot of things are falling through the cracks. But I'm gonna be okay. And um, I just man, everyone's going through it. I was really dodging a lot of things. A lot of the fallout. I felt like, oh wow, all my stuff was still staying afloat. And the radio show ended yesterday, as I told you guys in the podcast yesterday, and that was a huge thing that I just always had. You know, no matter what, any anything else that went away, I always had that show. And that was so great because so much of this work is freelance and it comes and goes and it's only for a season or it's and that radio show is just a constant that is no longer a constant. But I'm going to make a new constant and I don't know what that is, but um, I'm going to find one. Uh but the, yeah, it's just, you know, I'm suffering a little bit of loss this week, not of a person or anything, thank God, but you know, just a loss. The life I knew that was waiting for me to come back to is not waiting for me anymore. You know, that's kind of the sad part. I think that's it. You know, I can, I can resign myself to the fact that for a couple months, however long, maybe half a year, maybe a year my life is going to look different, but there's go- it's going to look the same on the other side. And the truth is, it's not. None of our lives are going to look the same when it goes back to normal. Um, but I'm working on other projects, which ugh, so many of them were due. You guys know that I have a script due yesterday night was when I was supposed to turn it in. I got half of it done. I'll tell you that. I worked on it this morning for about 40 minutes, and then um, and then I just started working on other stuff just anything else myself you know I'm really leaning into self-help right now I know you guys know that but it's kind of sucks because when you do the work that it takes to better yourself you don't get credit for it (laughs) and I really like credit I like bragging about my accomplishments I like being like I did this and you know when you're on the phone with your therapist crying for an hour, you don't get to go out to the kitchen and be like, mom, look what I did. Cause she's like, your mascara is all done your face. What do you mean? What did you do? Or, you know, I go out there and I go, look what you did. And I point at my face. No, it's not because of her. My parents are actually awesome. They felt so bad this morning. It was really sweet actually, because I, um, so last, let me just take you through it. I'm going to try to get through this as quickly as possible. I'm going to talk really fast. And so maybe you want to put this on a, a sl- uh, you know, the speed, the half speed. That would be cool if I talked so fast that you guys had to put it on the half speed. Because I usually put my podcast on the double speed. And I know that that's like, why would you do that? Because sometimes people talk so slow and I'm like, get to the goddamn point. That's why I don't like videos. I don't, I don't like watching videos. I just want to read everything. Like I, I love when something's captioned because I can just scroll and move the scroll and then read it faster than it would take me to watch the minute video. Why? I don't know. I don't, I don't like to like wait for things. I want to know what happens. So I double up when I'm listening to a lot of podcasts because some people just talk so fucking slow and I don't. If you slow down my like I realize I put out two specials in one special because if I talked at the same speed as everyone else. And yeah, I'm going to say that. Shout out to every slow-talking comedian out there. I I put out two specials in the time you put out one. Suck it. Word count. Count the words and see. No, that's not true. There are a lot of fast-talking comedians out there, and I um I like them a lot. Um, And I, that's where I got it from. I like people who are like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, giving the information fast. Okay, that's a laugh. Let's go to this one. I like a 30 rock sensibility of humor. I like, a, I like the fact that you have to pay attention 
the whole time. I don't like things that move slow. I am not a slow person. And if you were listening to this, I bet you're not a slow person either. Maybe you are. So anyway, I'm going to talk really fast and try to get through this. Okay. So yeah, I can really do it. Let's see how fast I can go. Okay. No, I'm not. I'm actually not going to try to talk that fast, but I am going to, I'm going to try a little bit to talk faster, but it's not going to be my main initiative because, uh, see, I picked the wrong word. Initiative is not the right word because I was trying to talk too fast. That's not my main, um, point of my main agenda is not talking fast. My main agenda is to get all of this out. So last night I wanted to go to bed really early because I wanted to wake up super early at like 5 a.m. and start my work on stuff. That's what I used to do in high school whenever I was in AP English. And yes, I just mentioned AP because I'm very proud that I was in AP English. I got a five on the exam brag. So I used to always do this. I used to wait to the last second until the paper was due and I would wake up the next morning and I'd be like, I, um, I would so I'd wake up the next morning the, the paper would be due my first hour it was the first hour of my uh first period English AP English Mrs. Larson I remember it because that's when September 11th happened was my senior year and I was in that class when the planes hit they hit at 8 14 um no what did they do it was like 8 14 and then 8 55 or something like that eastern time so I would have been just getting into class at 7 50 which would take us about right around the time where the uh, second tower was hit and then within um 20 minutes our principal came over the loudspeaker and told us shit was going down so um and, and Mrs. Larson snapped at me and she was like because I go what's the world trade center and she goes you don't know what the world trade center is and I was like I don't but I'm gonna get a five on the exam bitch so you just wait. I remember she was shocked I got a five. She was so proud, but she was shocked. Yeah, I'm fucking smart. Only in English. Every other subject I kind of, you know, was very average at. So um, that's what I used to do when I, I, sometimes, do you ever do this, you guys, where you like, you have such a long day, you're so tired. I can't even imagine what it would be like to have kids. If you have kids, fucking shout out. I love you so much. I respect you so much. I can't even believe you manage it all. And I know you're like, it's not that bad. Yes, it is. I could not do it. I could not do what I do. Because I, I, you know, I am so fucking tired by the end of the day. And then I leave all the shit to do. I had to give a, I have to turn in a script by last night. I also, um, or, you know, by the morning, West Coast morning, I'm two hours ahead of the West Coast. I'm in central time. So I go, okay, okay I'm going to wake up early. I'm going to get it to them. So they, they, it's the first thing in their in, inbox when they wake up. So I was like, I'll go to bed at 10. Um, I finished dinner and I'm ready to like go into bed. And then my mom wants to watch that Dr. Sarno documentary that I was talking about before that the, the people sent to me. It's called All the Rage. Dude, I am so fucking psyched to tell you that it is the best documentary. It's so well done. I was so worried because I believe in Dr. John Sarno so much in his his um, healing back pain book and his mind body prescription book um, has just like saved it saved me from back pain it saves me from every pain even my Achilles tendon pain in my fucking heel that I thought was brought about because I tore it it was all in my head it all it all went away uh, and um and it really does work and I know it sounds like I don't even expect you to believe it because I'm so tired of defending it but if you watch that movie it's called all the rage it needs to be on Netflix it's a beautiful documentary it's really really well done please watch it please I'm begging you go watch all the rage um, you can follow them on um, Twitter at at uh, the story of pain is the Twitter account, but it's called All the Rage, and it's a documentary, and you can find it on Vimeo, and I think you can buy it for like five dollars, or rent it for like four ninety nine. It's so good. So we watched that last night. My mom was so cute, and she got so excited because she's like, for finally like her chronic pain, she sees like an out because she sees all of these people: Dave, uh, Larry David, Howard Stern. Um, 
who was the third person on that I was Zach Galifianakis um Jonathan Ames they have all these celebrities that telling how skeptical they were how much bullshit they thought it was and Larry David said he broke down in tears because it it worked for him reading this book and taking the seminar which the seminar you don't need to take um just read the book healing back pain but just go watch the movie it's easier than reading a book you'll get it you'll get it if you're in chronic pain this is I'm not making any money doing this I just want you to be better open your mind a little bit a little bit and and watch this movie because any pain that you have and that's all I'll say about it it's called all the rage it's so good I was so glad it was so good because you know when documentaries like fucking suck and the subject matter is great and you're like man they really just bored the shit out of me and now I don't even care about this cause that they cared so much to even make a movie about now I actually hate the cause and want the cause to like keep going because these people made a shitty film this is not that I I loved it it was great filmmaking they also did um who stole Johnny do you guys remember that Netflix documentary I haven't watched it yet. I think I'm going to watch it tonight. Um, but they're the same filmmakers that did that. So they know what they're doing. Everyone loved that. I hear it's a trip. So I'm going to watch it tonight. Um, but please spread the word about that documentary if you love it. It is definitely word of mouth and you can be part of a cool movement. After watching the doc, I'm not even kidding you guys. I think I might try to go back to school and be a, a therapist or something. I, I just like, I don't know. I feel a calling to help people and I know that I'm doing that with these podcasts or whatever and with my comedy and maybe I can find a way to incorporate both but I truly feel like it, it, it just was so inspiring there's like a whole there's just a whole world out there that people don't know about and they're having back surgery and they're spending all this money doing physical therapy and all these things that don't work medical science is even proven they don't work it's it's watch the second it's bonkers and I, I know you're like probably rolling your eyes or some of you are being like, just shut up with this fucking your pain is in your head bullshit. But it's not bullshit. Doesn't mean you don't have pain. The pain is real, but it is. It, it is in your head. Um, but that's the way pain works. You'll see. Anyway, I really am considering um, I'm going to look into it, how you become a therapist or maybe just getting some more education so that I could maybe give talks there was a part of me that was just wanting to spread the message of J John Sarno because I've told so many people about that quitting smoking book. I've told so many people about the quitting drinking book, Alan Carr, Alan Carr. And then this back book too. I've been, you know, I've, and so many people have thanked me and said that, that I saved, not saved them, but I like, because of me, they wouldn't have known about it. I tweeted about this documentary last night and I truly know that someone's going to watch the film from that documentary and I'm going to get a tweet. I'm going to get a message someday in my DMs and it's going to be like, Nikki, I watched that documentary because you said it would save, it would change my life. And it did. Thank you. And that's the only reason I did it. I knew one person. I know it. I know it's going to change someone's life so that it could, it could do it to you. Okay. I'm off my little soapbox. I was standing on a little box of dial soap and I, I crushed it because the soap isn't in it. And it was just a tiny small box. So no, well, it's good though. Cause now it can go in recycling cause I flattened it, but um yeah so we watched that documentary it was really nice to see my mom like so excited about her pain and like a, a cure you know the way she was with the cbd oil I told you guys about that but then she stopped taking it I'm like it takes three weeks you don't just take one little spigot of it and then you're done spigot is a word that sounds like it is a um bad word because it has literally every slur in it 
that word, but it is not. And it's not even the right word for a little dropper that I was using. But um, when you say spigot, you really feel like you're a, um, you know, voted for Trump. Um, so I uh, so I didn't get to go to sleep last night. I went to bed at like 12, woke up today, set my alarm for 5, 5.30, 6, 6.30, kept hitting it. Had a dream my best friend in high school was fucking a um, hockey player in my room and she bought a bunch of toothpaste that I didn't need. Tell me what that means because I don't. I think it means I've been watching Summer House where my friend Hannah Burner, who I love so much and who I've gotten to know on the show better than I have in person. She was dating a hockey player who's so hot and um, and I think that just, uh, yeah, I think that's how it crept in. God, Summer House is good. So then I, I just kept hitting the snooze button. I finally woke up, went out, had breakfast talking to my parents and I was just feeling depressed I had a I have to prepare for my Conan interview on Monday I was supposed to have a call with a producer today that I pushed to Sunday great job Nikki so now I have two more days to put that off and wait till the last second which I'm gonna do which I always do and it's gonna go fine the script I didn't write but I, I went off and I I left the kitchen because my family's just talking about my sister and brother-in-law and their two kids and what we're going to do about this quarantine, how it's going to, how are we going to, when can we hang out with them? Can we hang out with them inside? Like, when are we just going to give up and be like, fuck it. You play it safe. We play it safe. Let's just hope that. And the truth is we don't know. And there's no like concrete answers. And it was just feeling frustrating because my dad wants to see the kids so bad. He's not scared of Corona. My mom is deathly scared of it. Doesn't want to die. Now they're saying their kids can get it. You know, I'm scared. I'm going to fucking have a stroke because of it. Cause it's making 30 something stroke out all over it just and then did you guys hear that you can't if you've ever had coronavirus you can't be in the military T tim Dillon tweeted that the other day and and said something like what does the government know about this disease that we don't because why would that be but it's uh, if that's true that's really scares me so i just don't know it was just stressful the conversation because of course we all want to hang out I told them the truth is like it's kind of nice to not have to hang out with anyone. I have so much work to do that when my sister came over yesterday, I had to like cut that cut into my nap time. So then my whole day was fucked up because I had to go hang out with family instead of take a nap. I have to like schedule everything. So it's kind of nice having, you know, I can't see anyone. I'm supposed to go on a walk with my ex-boyfriend today. He texted me earlier and was like, what's what are you doing? And I told him and then he said, I'm going to take a nap um, maybe tomorrow. And I'm like, OK, well. Why Why does you taking a nap mean tomorrow? Isn't there tonight? But I guess we can't take a walk at night. Um. So, yeah, I'm I'm dying to hang out with someone. You heard of me about the, talking about the pool guys yesterday. I'm still thinking about those boys. They did set up the pool. It looks really nice. I'm going to be out there pretty soon. I'm excited to to um stare out this window at a pool now instead of just a tarp with leaves and dirt in the middle. Is there anything grosser than just like the accumulation of like a winter of rain and leaves and twigs and dead animals and like in the middle of a tarp? It just a tarped dirty pool is just one of the most disgusting things. And I've been looking at that in my parents backyard this whole time until today. And it's just this beautiful crystal water. I love it. I'm not going to use the pool, though. I begged for that pool in high school. They finally put it in, not because of me. They wanted one, too, but as soon as they put it in, I never used it. I think I used it, like, one time. I remember I had some boys over, like, my guy friends, and I got in a swimsuit. I did not think I was, like, a woman. I just, I was in high school. I didn't think I had, like, a, 
a body that anyone would be like, whoa, sexy. Like, I didn't think of myself that way. I still struggle to. And I remember, um, like, someone making a comment that I, like, this guy that I liked being like, said something to someone about me having a good body. And I remember that. I remember that so specifically. Because <laughs> it was like, I remember literally every compliment I ever got in high school. Because they just would fucking freak me out. I'd be like, wait, someone likes me? Someone thinks of me sexually? I would just be like, what? Like, it just didn't occur to me. It's still, it really does surprise me when people are like, you're fucking sexy. I'm like, what? I just don't feel that way. I, I can feel that way, but most of the time it really catches me off guard. Anyway, I left the kitchen this morning. I was really depressed because we were just talking about all stressful COVID shit. And I went, and I just go, I'm depressed. Because I was. I was really depressed this morning. I didn't wake up in time. I didn't get the work done that I needed to get done. And I went and um, and then I got a little work done. I went and worked on myself a little bit. I went back out to the kitchen and my mom goes, Nick, we're sorry. And I was like, why? And she was like, we made you depressed. And I'm like, no, that's not how this works. I really would love to blame you, but it's, you know, you can't make me depressed. It wasn't that. It was sweet, though, that she... She was like, I told your dad we need to like not talk like that in front of you. They're so sweet. They actually consider my feelings a lot more than I think they do. And they worry about what I think and how I'm going to feel a lot. And my dad was so sweet. He just filmed me singing the um, blank space. We That took so long. The Instagram I just put up. First of all, it took me about an hour to write new lyrics to that song. It's not easy. You try writing one verse with new lyrics that are funny. It's really, I know I didn't write the song, the melody, but like new lyrics, they're hard. So I spent about an hour on that. And I and it wasn't that great. I mean, a couple of the lyrics are great. The other ones I phoned in because I just needed to do it. And I needed to not waste any more fucking time on it. So I, I, I wrote it and then I went and I was like, Dad, can you film me? And then it, he filmed me. And that took about 40 minutes because I kept fucking it up because I couldn't memorize the lyrics. But I didn't want to stare at the sheet because it didn't make the video look as good. So it was just, it was exhaustive. But he did it and he didn't complain. It was really sweet. And then... um. And yeah, I just had a good day and now I'm going to go for a run. I think after this, just had a nice snack, um, which was a quarter of my tongue. Yum, yum, yum. And um, and, and I'm probably going to watch that documentary tonight, maybe clean my room. I really got to write some Conan jokes. Oh, I wanted to maybe run some by you because this this isn't going to hurt, right? If you rehear something. I went out and, and took a couple pictures on the ring alarm. I told you I was doing that, right? Uh, so today I just went out and took off my shirt and posed in my bra and the neighbors probably think I'm fucking insane, but I got to make content, you know? Um, okay. So, oh, there was one I wanted to tell you guys. Oh yeah. Okay. So the, maybe there's nothing here, but maybe there's something here. Let me talk it out. This legit happened the other night. My mom was talking about my cousin who just broke up with his girlfriend and I think he's like a doctor or something. I'm not sure. They're, these are cousins I'm not that close with, but like they're my cousins. They're first cousins, you know. It's my mom's sister's kids or whatever. And she was like, yeah, they just, I go, is he married? And she goes, no, he just broke up with his girlfriend. I was like, and I legit was like, oh my God, like set me up, mom. I That was my first thought. Before, oh my God, he's my cousin. Like I didn't even think, that's how desperate I am right now for like, just to be set up. And I'm not really that desperate. Believe me. I've got dick flying into my DMs. It's just, you know, I was like, oh, I already know this person. I've spent holidays with them. 
No, I but I'm not kidding you. My first, it was like, the, you know, your first split second thought was like, oh my God, I'm single, he's single. And I, before I even got to the cousin part of it, where I was like, Nikki, he's your cousin, don't do that. My first thought was like, oh no, that would never work. He's too young. So there, therein lies the joke. Not that I'm interested in my cousin. That's already weird enough. It's kind of funny. The funny thing is the first deterrent wasn't that he was my cousin. It's that he's too young. So maybe the joke is my mom was talking about my cousin who just got, who is going through a breakup. And my first thought was, set me up. And then my second thought was, oh, wait, no, Nikki, he's way too young for you. And then the third thought was, he's your cousin. Or maybe the third thought should not be, he's my cousin. The third shot should should be, um, you guys are listening to me write a joke right now. Okay. So the second thought should be, my first thought was, oh my God, set me up. Second thought was, oh my God, wait a second. I can't do that. He's too young for me. And then the third thought was, oh wait, this would never work because um, he's in California and I just can't do long distance. And then my mom was like, Nikki, he's your cousin. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, you can't do that. And I'm like, no, I incest. See what I did there? I slid in an, an old joke I had about making out with my cousin, which was when I was a kid, me and my cousins played truth or dare. And I dared my cousin to make out with me. And he said he wouldn't. And I said, no, I incest. So um, that was a dumb joke that I used to tell at the Funny Bone in Kansas City when I first started in about 2006. Um, but that's the beauty of writing little dumb jokes like that because you can shoehorn them into other jokes. That really is when people ask about like, how do you write jokes? First of all, you write jokes in little, I at least write jokes in like little bits, like like one-liners. And then all, all of a sudden I have three jokes about cousins and I can fit them all into one. Um so maybe maybe I'll tell that. I need another punchline. Please don't write me one unless you really think it's good because I guarantee you it's not. No, I, I you guys are all funny. If you do think of a good line or you think that's good enough or needs work, I mean, I'll, I, I don't know that I can take the criticism if you guys don't think that it's good enough. What I wanted to do was get back to you guys about your DMs to me. I'm going to save that for tomorrow's show because I ran out of time. But everyone wrote to me telling me how they listen to the show and it fucking feels good to hear what you're doing and to know what you're doing. So to those of you who are sitting in your car, those of you who are getting, um, uh, getting ready, doing your warm up on your Peloton, those of you who are cooking right now, those of you who are taking a shit, uh, I read so many different scenarios and I left a lot of them unread because I just wanted to read them on here. So I'm going to keep them on unread and hopefully get to them tomorrow. But I really appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. I hope you have a great weekend. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Um, I cannot wait. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being fans. Squirt, squirt. Jackpot. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.